to another special episode of the Chromecast. I'm Luke. I'm Santa. And I'm Josh. <laughs> and where's John? Don't know. Santa. One and the same. Oh, baby. gosh. I don't know. I don't recognize this fellow with a white beard. I like that a... you're the witch and I'm Santa now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> lore. I don't know what mythological figure I am yet. I will figure it out. Someday. It'll find the you Easter soon. bunny. The Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Arbor Day. <laughs> Man. Yeah, the Arbor Day tree. <laughs> Something springy. You're the yeah. Oak King. The Oak King. Yep. I yeah. like that. Oh, I'm, fitting. I'm the Easter Bunny. That's fine. John is the Holly King. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yep. Uh, I come bearing gifts. We have we have a new thing to announce. Oh, We're gosh. We're very excited, right? Oh, 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 my. What is it? it it's a brand new book. <laughs> a magazine, even. A zine. A zine? A zine. Uh, they, they, we have them at the North Pole. They're really great. The elves make a few. Tell us more. Uh, Toys Monthly. Uh, by Horace the Elf. It's uh-huh. a really good one. Uh-huh. Um, dolls. Dolls, dolls. <laughs> dolls, dolls, uh, dolls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep, yep. I, I can't it. remember who makes trains, that Trains, trains, trains. No, the, we, we're not that repetitive. <laughs> uh, what else? I like that we're doing improv. Now. Blocks, blocks, blocks. <laughs> blocks. Yeah. What would be other good uh, elf zines elf in the North zines? Pole? Uh, hot snow people. <laughs> hot snow people. Huh. Uh, yeah, big, you're big red energy. Big red energy. I like that one. Yeah, Mrs. Claus recipe zine. Mm. Cookie uh-huh. time. Cookie time quarterly. Pfeffernoose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Spicy. <laughs> uh, but but you fellows have produced a new zine, right? We all have. We yeah. three. The three. Yeah, we, we three. three. We, we three kings. We, we Mary three have <laughs> produced a zine with uh, a beautiful set of contributions. It's true. It's good stuff, man. Uh, so this is what? Issue three of the Chromecast Chronicle? That is correct. It's coming at you live. Can't believe it. We, we're we a podcast that's going to be 10 years old. We've it, got three issues of a magazine. That's true. Yeah. This is crazy stuff. Uh, I, we're still in, uh, still in layout, but if memory serves, I think the page count for this newest issue is somewhere in the neighborhood of, what, 88 to... Uh- 89 pages. Uh, uh, almost 90 pages, yeah. Yep. Pushing, pushing 90 pages this time. This is uh, our, our biggest issue yet. And uh, you consider three three issues, you know, we're we're pretty proud to say that we put out about the equivalent of an entire, like, 200-page paperbacks worth of, worth of content. If you, mm-hmm. if you skim out, like, uh, contributor information and the front pages, you're getting, you're getting the, full, the full story. Uh, this one's cool. It's it's a little bit more uh, lit critty, right, mm-hmm. Josh? It's heavy like, on the lit crit, heavy on some reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited to have some new voices and some uh, some old standbys, some all stars in this one. Yep, Chromecast Chronicle all stars. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, before we get any further, 
big big shout out to uh to the big J man Josh, not the other the other J man John. Uh but seriously, Josh did a lot of the heavy lifting as far as like getting uh material together on the front end so that's much appreciated yeah (laughs) uh yeah this one really did come together uh on time uh due to 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 his efforts earlier in the season like soliciting material and kind of keeping things moving so that's that's super cool uh but yeah we're putting it together here uh this is going to be a quick recording uh we're just we're not going to edit this very heavily, so apologies for any if ands or uh What's the what's the table of contents look like, Josh? Table of contents is pretty exciting. Um, we have a few uh, offerings in the fiction and poetry section. Yep. We've got the form of the rogue by our pal Jason Carney. Yep. That uh, that rogue has had some various stories out in the. In the ether, uh, the rogue was featured in last year's Chromecast Chronicle. Mm-hmm. It's more recently been showcased in uh, what Old Moon uh, like quarterly with with their publication number two. Uh, yep, yeah, number two, uh, and it's a cool story for sure. Yep. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's uh, it's got a little creep factor to it, and it's. It, it tugs at the heartstrings. I like I like the uh, the ephemeral nature of of the the story that he that, that Jason brings. Um, we also have a pair of poems by our very own Luke. Uh, bookends, you might say, coming hot on the heels of our poetry season. That's right, a spring um, poem and a fall poem. Yeah, both dealing with nights of the year when the veil is thin and the dead might walk. That's the idea. I was trying to keep it spooky. So, got some, uh, I don't know. I'm not a poet. Damn it. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. (laughs) We all have a little bit of a poet. That's what any poet would say. That's Uh, right. You've drank from the meat of poetry. Uh, You and Odin. You're getting, you're getting what you get. It's, it's, (laughs) it's a, it's a, it's, it's the best effort that I got. (laughs) You get uh, what you deserve. Thus far. So, anyway, they're fun. I do, I do like the kind of bookendy nature of one and the other sort of side by side. Yeah. That's that's that, and then uh, Josh has uh, a, a fiction effort on on his part too. That's included too. What's the title of it? Very short uh, fiction, Whirling Winds, which is uh, d- takes place in the same world as the story that I wrote for the first issue of the Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see a recurring character. Nice. It's, it's a it's a tight thousand words or so. Um, gonna gonna keep it short, in and out. It's it's fierce. It's a storm. It blows in fast and and uh, strikes hard and and leaves. So you have an expanded Josh universe that you're building. We're trying. Cool. Yeah, we're at, here at Josh Industries. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> Joshco. <laughs> uh, then we have some reviews. Um, a uh, new voice to the Chromecast Chronicle and an old friend of the Chromecast, uh, Derek Gunther, reviews a book called Conversations with the Weird Tale Circle, which sounds like an awesome megatome. Of uh, scraps and and ephemera and zine style entries about uh, several contributors to Weird Tales. And did that, is the book that he's reviewing come out, was it in Centipede Press? Yes, Centipede Press. uh, I think it was limited to 
if I remember correctly from from what Derek said in the article, maybe uh, 150 or so copies or maybe 300 copies. It's it's a limited press run. So this is a hard book to get a hold of. Yeah, it's kind of a I think the words that he used in his original submission was like a retro review, right? Yeah, it's kind of him talking about a book that's out there that some folks may be able to get their hands on. And especially if you're interested in scholarship and sort of deeper history of the pulp, the pulp world. This is something to seek out. It, it may not be something that's accessible just to everybody, but with with a library or some you know knowledge of ISFDB and whatnot, you can kind of trace the lineage and, and get to what you, what what you might need to mm-hmm. with what's outlined there. And um, I, I think uh, Dirk is uh, in the article suggesting that Centipede Press should uh, re-release this on a on a more wide scale printing. Yeah. Uh, make it accessible. <laughs> that would folks. be, that would be a great thing. It would be a great let's, thing. Let's do that. Uh, another, another review comes to us from, uh, Bobby Derry, Bob, uh-huh. Bobby D. He's got a review of weird tales, best of the early years and asks the question, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and Bobby, of course, has contributed across issues. Uh, he is an erudite scholar. He is a, a a man that can put the words to the page. I think he doesn't cut any corners with with how he evaluates this this uh, this book, this tome, this entry. Mm-hmm. It's good. So, Bobby, thank you again across issues for continuing to send us like very insightful information that we're glad to have a home like on the mm-hmm. like on the Chronicle. Uh, Bobby is a stalwart supporter of the show, even though he, for whatever reason, refuses to join us. <laughs> he's a silent, a silent sentinel just he standing he's a there. Yes, he's he's one of those, uh, one of the Link Marian uh, thieves the, that uh, don't have tongues. That uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, Bobby, thank you so much for for all that you do for us. Um, and then, kind of bridging a gap between reviews. And some some uh, thoughts, uh, some scholarly thoughts about Lee and Cushing. We've got another visit to the thrift store of ghastly goodies with Evil Ed. Evil Ed, Evil Ed takes Coulter. us there with this time with Lee and Cushing, a, a great Dynamo uh, duo to mm-hmm. have. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I take Lee and Cushing over many duos any day of the week. Laurel and Laurel Hardy. To have Ed talk about it is also quite a bit of fun. Indeed. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and uh, he's got this uh, Southern storyteller voice that comes through even in his writing yeah. that uh, I think I think people will enjoy. So, Ed, thanks a, thanks a bunch. We've got two research articles. You ready for them? For yeah, sure. Yeah, man. They're first, biggies. This, first, is, this is the epic closers. The epic closer. This yeah. is, the first one is from our friend uh, Karen Joan Kahodik. This is an almost unparalleled influence, Horace Walpole and H.P. Lovecraft, and this was a uh, dynamite read. This is this is cool. These two guys are separated by a century or so, and both are very backward looking in terms of their, um, in terms of their inspiration for their writing. Both both you would call antiquarians, which is yep. Funny to think of Walpole being, you know, 
uh, wandering around the 1800s or whatever, looking backwards <laughs> right. at the 1700s right. fondly. Uh, <laughs> but that's what Lovecraft does, right? It was a good time. So um, that that is a really cool uh, look at two authors that were groundbreaking in terms of their influence and in terms of their their literary reach in their times, and yep. both both backward looking dudes. KJK. I was about to say bring in the heat. KJK. That's, that's how. Yeah. That's my offhand shorthand, like of writing about like Karen's Karen's work. It's an awesome acronym for her. Time. Uh, but yeah, brought it brought it strong and heavy again, and as a, a three time starter for the Chromecast Chronicle. She slays. Yeah, she, uh, KJK she's, slays. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got a a, a new entry uh, or a new uh, author in this this issue of the the Zine, and I'm super stoked. To have uh, this piece that that uh, that we've been able to get, so it's yeah. by James McLaughlin, right? That's right. And I, the working TOC has an abbreviated title. Uh-huh. Uh, James is an academic, so he's uh, w- like all of us. Well, <laughs> well like a, a colon and, and there's a, hyphen a colon and a question and a mark. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but the the short title is "Virtuous Heroism in Sword and Sorcery." Um, and the longer form title I'll get to as we discuss. But uh, this is a look at Carl Edward Wagner's character Kane mm-hmm. and the story uh, "Sing a Last Song of Valdez." Yep, and he's he's using I, man. I have to say, I like McLaughlin's style on a lot of fronts, but I like the the posture of this article that he's trying to. What's the best word like? Uh, steel man an argument and 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 kind of test it like he t- basically works through and the 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 first little bit like what is sword and sorcery and he invokes uh the the Murphy uh book that is out that's about sword and sorcery and says mm-hmm. these are one this is one of the defining qualities of having a hero and who's less of a hero and more of a bastard than Kane. This is Kane. Let's go ahead and take Kane and see if he still fits within this definition of S and S. So it's a bit of steel man, straw man arguing, uh, and testing of, uh, an argument or a definition. And I just have to give like, uh, Big props. I, I I like this type this type of approach. Like if you want to try to define genre, or if you really want to die on that hill, mm-hmm. then you need to be uh, willing and demonstrative with like trying to test that out and trying to actually like use it with the the examples that are gonna that are gonna slip through the cracks and in Kane is a bit of an outlier right like he, like that's it's funny to me like this definition of sword and sorcery and the other use of the term heroic fantasy like to me those two aren't necessarily compatible even though they get bandied about in the same terms like in the 70s and the early 80s uh you know like with with DeCamp and with Carter and whatnot mm-hmm. uh and I just applaud McLaughlin for taking it to task and, and working through some things. And I kind of like Kane and Carl Edward Wagner. So I like it. Uh, it. (laughs) The the book, the the Murphy book is flame and crimson, the history of sword and sorcery. And that's, that's where the, I think the most modern 
probably an, an most comprehensive attempt at trying to define the genre comes from. And people are loving it, right? Yeah, like yeah. everybody's latching on to these, like here's seven, uh, not necessarily tenants, but seven points to, to look at. And it's a great way to take a very contemporary present definition and then test it, mm-hmm. like flex against it, sort of, sort of push against, uh, Definition, yeah, genre, genre, um, which I'm a big fan of doing. Uh, the since you said uh, test it out, uh, the full title of this work is "Virtuous Heroism in Sword and Sorcery." Carl Edward Wagner sing a last song of Valdez as a test case. There we go, and that's it. And that's that's the Chronicle Volume Three for 2022. Um, I'm psyched to get this thing out into the world here in the darkest part of the year <laughs> to give people something to read by by fireside as yep. they struggle to keep warm as the the snow falls all around us. Man, the warmth of your Kindle or your your laptop. Wolf. The warmth of your screen glow. <laughs> no, man, it's it's fun. I, I really do like that we can we can do this. We've been able to deliver over the past three years. I'm glad that this has kind of become a little tradition for us. It's a fun read, you know, the the last page or so. There's a couple of rando recipes that I contributed. Uh can can you speak more to that? That sorry, that wasn't written down in oh the Oh no, uh, it's fine. The one of them one of them is a, a sweet scone recipe and another one is like a canned cranberry sauce. So if you're into like your Mima's canning, like using the water bath, that kind of thing, that's in there. Uh, so th- there's that kind of little little things too. But you know, like we've got some legit awesome art that's included. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like John Sebastian, uh, who is a relatively local uh, Midwestern uh, artist that, that we're acquainted with. He was very accommodating and contributed a couple pieces uh, of his work. Jay Meyer came in. Jay Myers came in and contributed a piece uh, J3K, Justin, 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 Justin 3000, Justin, Justin Stewart <laughs> brings, brings it with a, a little Conan bit that we have in there. Uh, and, and our own resident Johnster monster has the cover, has yeah. the cover. Yeah. It, and it's cool. I think this is, this may be my favorite one yet. Oh, cool. As far as the, 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 the evocative nature, <laughs> I, I, I really do think it's the best one. I think. That I might like the first the first issue the most, okay. just because the skull and the, like the the the, the Willet yeah. bottle is cool, but I like the 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 skull with the the Corvid with the the crow po- posted up. I think it's good sitting there wondering. Yeah, so I mean we've got legit art in it. I think that's one thing that's fun with us is that we're not necessarily trying to do a fiction thing or a nonfiction thing. Or an art thing. It's kind of just an, an everything, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of one things all sort of smushed in. Uh, it's very Chromecasty. It's, it's, yeah. it's Chromecasty, and I think even though we've got some scholarship in here, and and maybe a lot of folks would uh, kind of cringe away from from reading it, uh, this is all very approachable. It's 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 scholarship, and it's highly readable. And, you know, reading James's uh, essay on this Wagner story is going to make you want to read it. Um, reading Karen's material yeah. on Walpole and Lovecraft is going to make you want to read those guys' stuff. Um, it's it's all very approachable and very cool. 
with uh, a lot of love and a lot of fandom. Yeah. Like it's 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 just I can't say enough good stuff about it. I'm I just love, so proud of it. I love that <laughs> you know in both of those <laughs> instances we have uh you know uh, a philosophy professor and then like uh, a a very entrenched library librarian with you know a lot of uh oh, oh. deep sort of like familiar familiarity with the uh, literature and with with pulp studies and, and a lot of cred like like yeah. literary cred too yeah. like she she's no slouch it's it's accessible it's it's easy to read like either james and karen's pieces you can just jump into them mm-hmm. like you don't you don't have to necessarily even be that acclimated with the specific author it helps of course if you are uh but it it is easy to read. It's super fun. Uh, there's a wide breadth of random stuff, so you can just sort of like, and, and none of it's very long. What are we three hundred to three thousand words? That's kind yeah, of our kind our, of our targets. Our... So uh, within the span of a page or two, you can sort of skip on past it if you don't like it, and there'll be some cool art in between. Mm-hmm. So hop in, dive yeah. in. Water's fine, even though it's cold outside. Yeah, bake some bake some scones and read some read some tomes. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. All right, we're we're going out. Thanks everybody for listening. We're wrapping up this uh, this cold cold gear. Uh, we'll talk to you later on.
I just wanted to be Santa real fast. You can be Santa all day long. Daddy. Chronicle talk all damn day. All damn day. <laughs> Always be Santa in ABS. ABS. Work on your abs. Work on your abs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a self help book just waiting to be written. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think a series of them, yes, really. Yes. 